Fight enthusiasts, welcome to the Bout Business Sneak Teat Podcast UFC 297. Here I'm going to take a brief look at opening line movement for this event. As an aside, last week, Bout Business listeners realized a 1 and 3 record. We drop 0.56 of a unit. However, we have seeded our future success with two parlays utilizing favorites that are now in underdog positions as well. We released two underdogs that I expect by the time those fights arrive will deliver us closing line value. Time will tell. UFC with Gamblu.com in 2024 is not event by event. This is a 2024 year-long marathon, not a sprint. How week one, week eight, or for that matter, week 27 go by the end of the year means nothing. What matters is long-term delivery of bottom line profit, and that's what we're after. Last week, just like this week, we're in the middle of the NFL playoffs. I don't see a lot of obtuse moves, but I got a few things to say. UFC 297, main event, Duplessis, Strickland. Strickland opens minus 145 to Duplessis plus 125. Now that's compressed just a touch. Little Duplessis money has come in. Strickland now minus 135 to plus 113 total of interest. This total opens three and a half under to the 115. If you look now, DraftKings, bet online anywhere, one and a half over minus 238. That's a pretty aggressive adjustment in totals. And it signifies one guy going to get rid of the other pretty quick. I'm not certain if that's how I see this fight. Duplessis, power. Focus, but he runs out of gas, and this is a five-round fight. Strickland, gas for 25 rounds, but he's emotional in this fight. And emotion, if you saw Strickland against Pereira, he makes some really bad IQ moves. This fight's going to take me into interviews on Wednesday to really peel the onion back and get to the bottom of this awesome scrap. Co-main event, Rocky Pennington, Myra Buena Silva. The side has not changed much, but in the total, again, a five-round fight. We have a four and a half, opens minus 170, now minus 125. Let's understand that the finish rate for all women's weight classes in the last 10 years, 34%. That's why we're seeing these high numbers But more interesting is the fact that there's a little action on that under. That takes me to Buena Silva a little bit because she's a bully and mean. Yet, let's not underestimate Rocky Pennington's wrestling. Just for comparison's sake, that 34% finish rate for women, it's 56 for men. And oh, by the way, those stats came from Twitter. A young man named Nate Latshaw is the Twitter guy, and I got to give him his respect. That's not my research. Third fight from the top, we have Canadian Mike Mallet against Neil Magny. The fight opens 300 Mallet. I think that's a little high and somewhat disrespectful to Magny, but this fight is in Toronto. 
Mallets now minus 325 to Magni 265. And again, we've seen the total two and a half over minus 115 now get hit. Two and a half is under 215. That signifies people think Mallet's going to knock or finish Magni. I'll have to do more research on that one as well. Now we have to go down lower in the card to get any kind of real movement here. And I'm going to go to the ladies' straw weight fight between Gillian Robertson and Pollyanna Viana. Gillian opens minus 180. She's minus 230. She's getting some love. Two and a half over, open 125, went to 165, now is at minus 230. Those people betting this fight clearly understand that these women don't finish one another and this thing's destined for some form of decision. The last fight I'm going to give you, which is also a women's fight, this one in the flyweight 125-pound division, Jasmine Jazz Dervicious, excuse the pronunciation, against Priscilla Cachuera. Jasmine is from Canada, so she's going to get love. She's mean as a junkyard dog, but Six decisions, one sub, two KOs. She opens 335. She's been steamed to 395. Cachuera opens 275. Consequently, she's now moved up to plus 310. Over under on the fight, one and a half, minus 165. This is a fight where Cachuera, if she was facing a dynamic wrestler grappler, I would agree with these prices. But Cachuera's been shipped in to be a subject for Jasmine. But Cachuera has pride. She has power. And she's willing. I'm not so sure that this is just a walkover for Jasmine. And I really believe that this fight probably doesn't go the distance. I'll have well more to say about this fight as we get later in the week and enter the Bout Business podcast. The Bout Business Podcast, Friday, these fights are Toronto. Weigh-ins are from 7 to 9 a.m. Pacific time. So the Bout Business Podcast will be available to members more than likely somewhere between 11 a.m. and 1 p.m. Pacific. Now let's release a future position, and you need to go to the DraftKings menu here. If you look at DraftKings, go to UFC, you can see the fight lines for this card, and next to fight lines is futures. Under the futures tab, men's UFC heavyweight to be champion on December 31st, 2024. John Jones is plus 170. Tom Aspinall plus 175. Listen, if Jones and Miocic can fight, Jones is going to whoop Stipe and ride off into the sunset. Any believing Jones is going to fight Aspinall are smoking crack. It ain't going to happen. Tom Aspinall is going to be the heavyweight champ in 2024 unless Jones and Stipe get postponed another year to November. I don't see it happening. Official release that Bout Business members already have in pocket, Futures UFC Aspinall to be the heavyweight champ December 31st, 2024 is plus 175. Hit that number 
and hit it hard. That is this week's Sneak Teat Podcast. Thank you for listening and tune in to the Bout Business Podcast on Friday. And let's understand one thing. If you were late to the show and haven't signed up yet, the yearly membership will go from a year from when you sign up. If interested, please go to gamblue.com slash boutbusinesspodcast and understand a yearly membership is $4 per podcast. Last year, $20 better realized $400 plus of profit. Check it out. It's all business. And if there's any questions, lou at gamblue.com. I'll talk to you Friday for the Bout Business Podcast. Thank you.